This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, November 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. DPR denies neonic petition. Immigration, top issue. Vaccine availability concerns industry. USDA transition lead a bridge builder. And Fudge gets backing for USDA. United Fresh. Immigration reform is the biggest issue for 2021. Once the dust has settled in Washington, attention will turn to passing an immigration bill next year. That according to the United Fresh Produce Association in a webinar this week. The question is, will there be some administrative steps taken to address DACA, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, and some of the issues with regards to H-2A? Those are the words of Randy Russell, who provides legislative counsel to United Fresh. He said, I don't think we know until we know the players. Molly Van Lu, who directs nutrition policy at United Fresh, says changes in the Senate Agriculture Committee will be somewhat challenging for us since the group is losing some close allies. Russell said they will focus on bipartisan support to build momentum. DPR denies petition on neonic-treated seeds. The Department of Pesticide Regulation, the DPR, has rejected a petition by several prominent environmental groups to regulate seed treated with the neonicotinoid class of insecticides. If approved, the proposal would have considered the seeds as restricted materials. According to the California Seed Association, DPR did not completely dismiss the concerns. The department plans to initiate marketplace surveillance targeted at these products to determine how, where, and for what purpose they're being used. The results will inform potential actions. DPR launching Sustainable Pest Management Workgroup. DPR Director Val Dolcini yesterday said his chief priority is to establish a sustainable pest management workgroup to develop a roadmap for decreasing chemical pesticide use in the state. The group will develop tools, techniques, protocols, and practices to manage pests in a more sustainable fashion. Dolcini hopes to appoint the members soon and begin work in January with a roadmap ready in 18 months. I'm really excited for that opportunity to continue the work that the Chlorpyrifos group started, said Dulcini. Food industry appeals for vaccine priority. Now that a COVID-19 vaccine could be on the horizon, the food and restaurant industry is appealing to the government to prioritize inoculating their workers. Prioritizing vaccines for food, agriculture, retail, and CPG that consumer packaged goods workers will be a key intervention to keep workers healthy and to ensure that agriculture and food supply chains remain operating, industry groups say in a letter to the White House. The groups that signed the letter include the Consumer Brands Association, FMI, the Food Industry Association, International Dairy Foods Association, National Restaurant Association, North American Meat Institute, and the United Fresh Produce Association. By the way, there's a separate concern about the availability of health care providers to distribute the vaccine, which has to be stored at low temperatures. The CDC, quote, has advised state health departments against purchasing ultra-cold freezers, which cost between ten and $15,000 each, 
saying other vaccines with less demanding storage requirements will be available soon. That according to an article in the journal STAT. Court fight continues over labor survey. USDA and the United Farm Workers are battling in court over a judge's decision ordering USDA to reinstate the Farm Labor Survey, which is used to set minimum wages for H-2A workers. USDA says now that the Labor Department has issued a rule freezing the H-2A wage rate for two years, there's no need for the survey. But UFW argues in a court filing there is still a live controversy because the new wage methodology isn't effective until December 21st and may never take effect if it's successfully challenged. UFW plans to sue the Labor Department to block the changes in the H-2A program. USDA transition chief said to be key ag ally. An agriculture advisor to the Biden campaign says the Obama administration veteran overseeing USDA's transition team, Robert Bonney, will be a valuable ally in upcoming debates over climate policy. Phil Karsting, who served with Bonney at USDA, calls him a, quote, bridge builder who was real-world experience from having managed his own farmland and forest land. Karsting, who was the administrator of USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service, was speaking on a webinar sponsored by the Kansas City Agribusiness Council. Climate will be a big issue for discussion of the coming Congress, and if I were a farmer, I would want Robert Bonney in the room when those discussions come up, precisely because he is a bridge builder and not a flame thrower, Karsting said. We reported yesterday on how Bonnie is pushing the idea of establishing a carbon bank at USDA to buy and sell agriculture carbon offsets. Now take note, the new Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance that we also told you about yesterday will be formally announced next Tuesday. That group, which has developed more than 40 policy recommendations, includes the American Farm Bureau Federation, Environmental Defense Fund, National Council of Farmer Cooperatives, and the National Farmers Union. Poll. Public wants sustainable farming. A new poll, sponsored by the American Farm Bureau Federation, finds that the vast majority of Americans think producers should be farming sustainably. 84% said it was either very or somewhat important that farmers be involved in environmental sustainability, which was defined as farming practices that protect natural resources, such as promoting soil health, conserving water, enhancing wildlife, and efficiently using nutrients. More than half the respondents rated farmers' environmental practices at either excellent, 17%, or good at 41%. Support for farmers' sustainability efforts swelled when government data was shared about achievements, AFBF said. Survey respondents were told farmers have put 140 million acres in conservation programs, more than double the amount of renewable energy sources they use, and nearly triple the amount of food grown in the last 70 years with the same or fewer resources. Finally, here's today's He Said It. At the core of all of this, of course, is our mission of protecting public health and the environment. That's central to everything we do. That DPR Director Val Dulcini on the new sustainability work group. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, November 13th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Agripulse.com. 
for AgriPulse Daybreak West. I'm Jeff Alley.